0: The time is 28 minutes before 8. It's Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. Now, every Monday at around this time, we get a dose of motivation with pharmacist, author, and speak and And tonight is no different. We tackle the topic of the blame game. And you're more than welcome to form a part of this discussion by sending a WhatsApp text message to 79 1212 or you can call us on zero one five one five one zero one three five. Good evening, Glen, and welcome.
1: Good evening, Rebecca, and uh, it's nice to be back. And good evening to the listeners at home and wherever they may be listening from.
0: And I take it you're well.
1: I am. I am very well. Very, very, very well. If I sneeze, my nose has been just been acting up, but I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm super
0: as good. long as you you don't think there's anything wrong. We'll just have to endure and uh, <laughs> and proceed.
1: No, we're going to be good. We're okay. going to be good. So we we it's all systems go. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. What is meant by the blame game?
1: The blame game. The blame game. Well, I've actually been looking at this topic for some time, and I've been looking at it from a political perspective. Not that's what I'm going to talk about today. Okay. But I've been looking at it from the political perspective, and I've looked at how we've looked at back uh, into apartheid and how we, we we point fingers. At other people for, for for things that are happening in our lives, um, for things that are happening in society, for things that could be happening anywhere else. But 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 and, and it, it it causes a whole lot of frustration in different ways to different people. But to define what the blame game is, from from a scientific perspective or from English, phenomenon. The blame game is a situation where one party or one person blames another for something bad or something unfortunate, rather than attempting to seek. Um, a solution. It's also an accusation or, or an exchange of some, some sort of, of, of bad words or bad feeling among people who refuse to accept sole responsibility um for for undesirable um activities. And I could actually give this in, in the form of a scenario. And and when I was studying this subject and I found the scenarios online, I'm like wow, this is so fitting to, to, to my discussion. So I found this story online today. But a husband and a wife that were fighting over burned chicken on the stove. And the wife blames the husband for not doing anything in the house. So this is what happened. The husband came back from work. He sits on the couch and he turns on the TV to start watching the news or whatever he was watching in the evening. And then he also has his his Sunday newspaper on the coffee table and he's reading while watching TV. So his wife is cooking while washing dishes and picking up the house. And then watching children through the window that are playing on, on the outside of the house. So a few minutes later, there's this heavy, dark smell of burnt chicken on the stove, and, and, and the house is in chaos. There's smoke, there's everything, and the husband is sneezing, the wife is screaming. The wife blames the husband for sitting down and not helping out, which is, I believe, it, I don't know if she's right, but, but for some reason she was blaming him. And and, and then the husband is blaming the wife for being careless, later in the evening, because they were fighting, the husband decided to, to get out and take a walk. So while he takes a walk, he's walking in the street, and then he stumbles upon some wood and dead leaves on the road, and then he falls and hurt his elbow. As he falls, he starts shouting at his neighbors for growing too many trees that are causing the whole yard to, to, to be so dirty. That's normal. The question is, who is responsible for what? The burned chicken, is it the wife to be blamed? Is it the husband to be blamed? Is it the children to be blamed? The man falling on the street, is it the neighbors who grew so many trees? Is it the municipality that, that didn't clean up the yard or the street and so on and so forth?
0: Or the man for not watching where he's. stepping. Or the stepping. man
1: for not watching the way, where he was stepping. Here's another simple scenario. And this is a very massive one. The society talks about this over and over and over again. A young woman is raped in a party. In an evening, in the evening, the society will blame her for the dress code. Others will blame her uh, for, for for the timing of going to the party. Maybe she will say she was not supposed to be there. The time that she was there, she was supposed to be home. The village will blame the mother for not teaching the child good manners. The mother will blame the husband for, for being absent all the time for, for, for whatever reason. That if he, maybe if he was home, he could have validated the child in such a way that she would have not gone out to seek validation from man. So the daughter will blame herself for either wearing a miniskirt or being in the wrong place. Depending on what the society would actually press more, the, the woman would start blaming herself. So at the end of the day, it's either we're blaming ourselves or the society is blaming us for, for other reasons. But here's the twist. We look at the good things and then we celebrate. We look at the bad things and then we put them outside. In some cases, you'd find that when something good happens in our lives, we celebrate it. When something bad happens, we blame it on other people. Take, for example, a one person, one would go to, to get a driver's test or a driver's license. During the, when, you go to the, when you go on the road for field testing and then you pass, when you pass, you'll say, I studied hard. I prepared myself all night long. I was ready for this, and so on and so forth. If you fail, you'll say, ah, it was raining. Ah, the road was bad. Ah, my instructor was not so good. I didn't sleep all night. Maybe I was not focusing. I had flu, so I was distracted. I sneezed, and so on and so forth. When something goes wrong, we turn the situation around and point it at someone. When something goes right, we call everybody to look at us and say, celebrate with me. And that's how it goes. That is the game that we play with ourselves.
0: I, I want to I want us to coin or coin what what you call as finding what to blame, like with the with the husband who decided to blame the neighbors mm-hmm. or and so forth as a cop out because mm-hmm. one just does not want to blame themselves. Yes. Yes. What is wrong with one choosing not to blame themselves because they might be deeming it as being too hard on themselves, but rather finding Somebody to point a finger at.
1: Look, I, th- I think that's normal. I think it's a natural tendency for, for for human beings to to find someone to be on the wrong. It could be in business. You'd find the business leader would fail would point the employees for a business failure, and then the employees would point it to to the to the boss to say he doesn't treat us where he doesn't pay us, or or if if it's in a hospital the. the the, the hospital employees would say there's too many patients we get tired and then the patient would blame it so we 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 look at someone to to blame but here's the issue when you when you 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 blame someone you shift the responsibility of changing it once you point a finger at someone the responsibility of correcting that problem goes to someone else it leaves you and goes to someone else but and, and and when 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 you escape the responsibility of changing it you is you actually run away from the, the possibility of being empowered to do better next time so what what happens is that the brain also you know the, the brain is wired in such a wonderful way that god has created it in such a beautiful way that the brain is wired in such a way that it creates tattoos by itself. It, it creates memories by itself and then it creates realities by itself. So whatever the mind keeps on meditating on, it creates realities. So that if you look at things that are going wrong in your life and then you point it at people, the brain will start looking at those people as wrong people or, or enemies. So every time those people come into you, it becomes hostile. Look at the situation. If you have a child at home and all the time you tell the child about somebody else that this person is so bad. If the child has, Even if the child has never met that person, the day the child gets introduced physically to that person, the child would automatically become hostile to that person. Why? Because the child has been um, socialized into knowing that that is a bad person. That's what happened with us. The more we look at somebody else or other people as wrong and then we point the blame to them, we take the responsibility of correcting to them and then we, we, we carry the load of hating or, 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 or feeling bad. About them. But here's another thing that, that, that is so interesting. You can eat, most of the time, we blame others, but there's also issues where we blame ourselves and when we blame ourselves, the same effect happens the tattoo is created in our brain so when you you, you for example you you like with the story that i gave of a young girl who was raped you would say okay i'm ugly then they want to abuse me or i was i was dressed so in a bad way and so on and so forth the brain will will, will do that so the challenge is that your your, your your wrong perception of what what has actually gone wrong becomes realities of your own and not others such that when 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 other people come to help you. When other people come to, 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 to for, offer help, your brain automatically rejects it. Even if they tell you, they give you good advice, your brain will automatically reject it because it is used to blaming others. It's, your brain thinks you are the only one who, who is good and, and so on and so forth. Then you start living in a challenging world. You start living in a frustrated um, a, a life. But then it becomes a big issue for, your, for yourself.
0: We discussed the blame game with Ntlantama Farah tonight on Motivation Mondays. You're welcome to form a part of this discussion by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212 or you can call us on 015-151-0135. So when one shifts the blame to somebody else, you say that they are denying themselves an a a responsibility of correcting and at the same time when they self-blame it could be detrimental yes talk about the process of being empowered to do better and taking responsibility of correcting
1: it's 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 this is where it becomes very difficult if you were used or accustomed to to, to to living in that situation before one can actually be able to take the responsibility you need to understand what you can control and what you cannot control let me start with what you cannot you cannot control how people respond to you you cannot control how people behave around you you cannot control how people think about you you cannot people what you cannot control what people say around you you need to understand what is it that you can control so what are the things that you can control you can control your words you can control your attitude you can control your emotions you can control um, the way that you respond to situations And the way that we respond to situations, it it also goes with how we have actually trained ourselves. And maybe before we even go deep into this, we also need to understand why is it that people get to blame other people? If we can understand the reasons that these things happen, we'll also understand how to actually deal with it. There's something that I teach um, in 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 some some workshops that I facilitate, where we teach on on quality improvement projects for for workplace, and we teach something called understanding. We call it the root cause analysis, and it uses a challenge model and a fishbone model. So this is what happens: we use the challenge model and the fishbone to understand what is the problem. Where does the problem come from? Or what are the root causes of that particular problem? Once we understand the root causes or the the sources of the problems, then we start asking ourselves, how do we address this root cause? How do we address this root cause? How do we address this problem? If we don't understand where things come from, we will not be able to understand how how to find solutions on dealing with them. If we have a disease and then we deal with the symptoms... We will not be able to solve the disease. We will actually incubate the disease until it explodes. So, what do we Do we need to find out where the disease come from, and then we correct it? And how do we do that? We we do that by understanding why do people get to 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 blame themselves? And I'll I'll give you um, a few things as to why I do that. One. People use blaming themselves to defend themselves. They use it as a defense mechanism. Usually this could be in the form of denial or self-protection or shifting responsibility, like I said, for, for, for self to, to other people. Number two, it could be to protect your ego. So others can use blaming others, um, people who use blaming other people as a way to protect their their, 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 their lack of confidence or their lack of, of, of faith in, the, in in themselves. So you blame others so that you don't lose your assumed status or state of dignity before, before other people. Another thing, it's easy. It's an easy tool that people use. Excuse me, that people use this for lack of preparedness. When you're not prepared for a challenge, you look for someone else to, to, to point a finger to say, no, it's because of so and so. That's why things didn't work out. And then the last thing, it's, it's, it's the two last thing, it's, it's easier to blame other people than to accept responsibility. And people can lie. This is this is so critical. People can lie. People will lie. You can blame others because it's easier to tell a lie than to admit the truth.
0: It's Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1 with me, Rebecca Parler. And we discuss the blame game with Ndantama tonight on Motivation Mondays. You're welcome to form a part of this discussion by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079295 1212. Or you can call us on 015 151 0135. Now, how easy can it be for one to escape the blame game syndrome?
1: It's not easy, Rebecca. The, the, the people must know that this is not just an automatic um, activity that will just happen just like that. But before we get into that, let's, let's, let's ask this question. Who should take the blame? Because if we, we say how easy is it to, 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 to either shift or to escape it, the question is who should take the blame? Is it me that should take the blame when I fail? Is it me that should take the blame when things don't go right? Or, or, or should I point it at you? When something did, did, did not go right. So the, the question of who should take the blame, again, it then shifts like the responsibility. But it is a demeaning question. It is a question that suppresses you. The question is how should we correct this thing? So if we then, we, because if we start, we talk about blaming. Blaming itself is, is a negative connotation to any situation that happens in our lives. So we need to understand who takes the responsibility. For this, not who do we blame, who takes the responsibility, then it's all of us. Okay. It's either it's me who cost it, and it's me who's the victim in any way whatsoever. We take the responsibility of that. So the question is, how easy is that? And I want to read you a story that I also read today. Oh, and, and it's an interesting story. I just love story. When I was reading, preparing this, it took me back to, to, to 2007 when I learned about storytelling and poetry. So here's the story. There, there were two rabbits. These rabbits were friends. They were close friends. They lived in in, in a faraway bush, somewhere in the mountains, and they, they they shared everything. They played together. They fought for one another. They shared food. They shared their little hole where they stayed. The other day, unfortunately, one of the the other friend was caught with with by a wild dog. On the other side, when it, the, the the friend was watching, the wild dog was eating the friend alive he ate him alive until he consumed him and finished him the little that friend was, was so confused he was so worried about it he started crying he started, he started running away he wanted to run into the battle but he realized that he can't conquer the wild dog he ran away from it as he sat there, he was confused he was bitter he did not know whether what to do he started asking himself should I blame myself that my friend died was it because I invited him to the party was it because I was there with him and we sat down and the question is what would you do if it was you finding yourself in a situation where you're you're walking with your friend and all of a sudden your friend gets attacked so here's the issue is it easy or not to take responsibility no one what do you do you you become aware of what is going on around your life you become a, you see when we say you become aware of what is going on in your life we're talking about two things become aware of internal processes and external processes so what are the internal processes the internal processes is what i talked about the things that you can control your emotions the things that influence the way that you that you behave and then you then you become a way of external Um, um, influences. The things that you cannot control, like I mentioned. But these are the things that in one way or another will affect you. Whether you can control them or not, they will affect your life. They will affect how you behave. They will affect your emotions. They will affect your health. They will affect your your, your mental status. They will affect your energy. But you need to know how to respond to those particular things. Number two, you need to accept the consequences. You see, when, when we see life as it is, and then we start looking at ourselves, we say, if the negative things happen in my life and I let them be as negative. What are the negative consequences? It is said that if you allow yourself to shift into a self-blaming mode or a a, a point thing, a finger-pointing mode, you, as you've shifted the responsibility, possibilities of de- this depression coming back onto you are very high. You start being depressed, you start being suppressed, and so on and so forth. Look, life can go who are at any time. So you need to be ready for it. So if you tell yourself that I'm going to accept consequences, it means you plan to work your life. And if something doesn't go as you plan, you work out another another way. But the third thing is you resolve to improve. Whether it's in a business, whether it's in a personal life, whether it's in a family, whether it's in any society or organization, you need to be ready to improve. You see, what happens is when you've fallen and then you point a finger, you don't wake up to rise or, or to start improving. When you have fallen and then you point a finger even at yourself, your brain suppresses you to say, don't go back into that thing. But if you say, I'm ready to improve, even if it doesn't work out, I'm going to improve, I'm going to go better. If it's a business, you resolve to improve. If it's a family, you resolve to love better. If it's children, you resolve to love better And so on and so forth Seek help from outside Seek help, there's help out there I think we can discuss it later But you need to seek help outside Then the big part is here Understand your environment Understand the people around you And understand who you are Understand why you are and whose you are I always say this um, and, and I'm gonna say it from 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 in in the in the Bible, there's a verse that says, whatever things are pure, whatever things are good, whatever things of good report, whatever things that are right, think on these things. You see, most of the time we think on the negative things. We spend more time and most of our energy thinking about what could go wrong, what could go wrong, how bad those people are, how bad they've been to us, and we stop thinking about how good I am, how strong I am, how powerful I can be, how confident I can be, how beautiful I can be. I tell young girls, and I tell them, you know, sometimes and young men, I tell them, you know, sometimes when you wake up, you need to go to the mirror, just go into the mirror and look at the man or the woman that you see on the mirror and give a beautiful description of that person such that when somebody comes to you and tell you, no, you can't make it. You tell them, look, this guy or this girl was made with higher power. There's nothing that can stop it. And I will not blame you for not liking me. It's you who doesn't who's not thinking good, but I'm good as I am. There's this statement that I learned from from my pastor. Um, He says, you see, when we talk of mathematics and people are failing mathematics, it is not the mathematics that is wrong. It is my maths that is weak. So because my maths is weak, doesn't make everybody else weaker or wrong or negative. Sometimes I'm struggling because I'm negative by myself.
0: There's a question here on our WhatsApp line, 0792951212, and it says, What effect does taking a blame, which is, should not be imposed to you, have? Let's say maybe you take a blame to avoid arguments all
1: times. It, 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 it actually sits on you. It actually sits on you. Look, the things that, that you did not do, don't make yourself as if you've done them. The, what, what happens is if you take a blame for things that you did not do, like I said, the brain creates tattoos the brain doesn't know whether you did it or not once you say you did it the brain says you did it so you start feeling guilty and so on and so forth but at the end of the day you live a life of compromise you don't live a life of quality because you are taking shifts and and loads that you and packages that you should not be taking if you know that this is wrong you still tell the person that look i didn't like what you've done this is wrong and so on and so forth most of the time we say we we tell we teach people to be the bigger person to avoid arguments and so on and so forth it's one thing to be quiet and then speak later. It's another thing to be quiet and carry the Lord going forward. Because at the end of the day, when you see that person, that thing that you took a blame for will always come back.
0: We discussed the blame game with Intlan Semfara for tonight on motivation Mondays. You're welcome to form a part of this discussion by sending a WhatsApp text message to zero seven nine two nine five one two one two or you can call us on zero one five one five one zero one three five. Let's go back to when you spoke about things that one cannot change. Mm-hmm. And um, let's let's talk about how one can then develop a thick skin. That is to appreciate the things they can't
1: change. Um, before Before I came to the studio, I sent you an email. I said you ask very powerful questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can one develop a thick skin and and, and and I would first advise our audience to either email you or send a whatsapp to get all our podcasts because they build up to this. although everything that we've discussed over the past two months, they build up to this. But here's in simple terms: One, if you know who you are and what you're made of, you're able to stand the ground against anything. Um, let, let, let me give you a simple example. what what do you call it? A worm develops into a butterfly. A worm would metamorphosize into a butterfly. This is what happens. It will walk and crawl in the bush and eat leaves and so on and so forth. But later on, it will find a create a cocoon and hide itself until it develops into another character. So there is the character that is suffering or that is very fragile and there's the character that could actually explore and enjoy life. So the worm would realize that if I stay in this little space of being a worm, the possibilities of people walking on me and crushing and everything that happens in life will actually frustrate me. So what do I do? Let me create a beautiful piece of myself. And that doesn't start from the outside, it starts from the inside. We have to look inside and look at the beauty in us. We have to look on the inside and look at the strength in us and then we start building on that this worm would then hide for a few days and few hours and then later on would come out in the form of of a butterfly and start flying and enjoying life that the problem with us is when the worm is developing into a butterfly we want to help the worm to become, we want to have the the, the 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 butterfly to actually escape the cocoon that it was created. But for it to actually come out stronger, it needs to get out by itself. There's an analogy that was created that, that, that one man was, was sharing about this. And he mentioned that one boy washed a butterfly trying to get out of the cocoon. And then the, the the boy went into the butterfly and tried to open that little cocoon. In the process of opening, he broke the butterfly's wing. And the butterfly could not actually fly. So the boy was actually frustrated and went to Daddy, Daddy, the butterfly is not flying. And the father asked, What did you do? He said, I helped her. And then and then the father said, Because you tried to help the butterfly in the process that it was supposed to be involved by itself, you broke the wing, therefore it cannot fly. So this is what I'm saying: get involved in the space that requires you to get involved and lift the things that do not need you. For you to develop a better skin, you need to be able to identify this is me and this is what I'm supposed to be developed. One of the things that makes people to blame others is because they step in areas that are not theirs. They step in territories that are not theirs. Stay in your ground. Stay in your territory. Stay in your area of expertise. Stay in your area of passion and then move forward. Number, the last one, avoid negative influences. Avoid negative people. You don't need to be staying around negative You So when you stay more, too long in, around negative people, they drain your energy and then you become like them.
0: Speaking of people, let's talk about external factors. Where can one seek assistance regarding external factors?
1: Um, it depends on what are those external factors that are affecting you. If it's issues of confidence, which, which, which could, could then become, you start seeing it on the outside, you need to seek coaching. There's professional counselors, there's professional psychologists that can actually help you deal with external factors. Like if you're abused, if you feel like you were neglected all the time, you can start listening to positive teachings and so on and so on. You can start reading material. Start reading good books that build you up. Attend seminars that build you up. Because you don't get everything from inside. The things that are inside sometimes get to be revealed to you through talking and through engagement. So if you don't engage in the right conversations, then you miss out. So get help from other people, counselors, books, and even these kind of programs.
0: Let's conclude on this note. What tips can you give to one if they're on a journey of escaping the being blame or the blaming game syndrome?
1: One. Develop self-confidence. Have faith in yourself. Number two, learn to take responsibility. It's the only way that you can be able to correct errors and, and re-challenge failed attempts. Three, seek help. Sometimes blaming others can actually cause your brain to shut down from atten- attempting positive tense. So you may end up thinking everyone is against you. So we, and then the same with the way that we look at apartheid, for example. We, we're we looking at apartheid all the time when things don't work out. We're like, it's, 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 you know, and so on. Let me just leave it. Number four, learn to focus on the future or the future that you can actually impact than the past that you cannot change. Five, focus on positive things than negative things. And then the last one, take responsibility.
0: I'm actually glad you decided to leave the apartheid one aside because I'm thinking <laughs> we're going to need another hour of conversation yes. solidly for that. Big time. But pharmacist, author, and speaker, and let them thank you for coming through and sharing this knowledge with us. How can our listeners get a hold of you?
1: They they can get a hold of me on my mobile 79 Triple two zero seven nine one eight This discussion, the notes are available on my blog, www.mafarafara.blogspot.com. The same number they can use it as my WhatsApp or email me at info at farascreations with a z dot za.
0: We'll see you next week. Thank you. Coming up next on Energy FM is Hanok Baloi and on Choice FM is Samantha Lahis. And a big thank you goes to my producer, Mami Mughashra. From myself, Rebecca Pala, we meet again tomorrow evening, same time, same place with more conversations. God willing, good night.